0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, October 11th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Forbes, 30 under 30, winner, aka the second best baby blues in San Francisco, aka my adopted twin brother, Tim Geddes. It is I. We've melded together. What was it, Grim. Treg? Grim? Grim. <laughs> Grim. I want to
1: say uh, that the power of that jacket. Woo! <laughs> I feel like has been transferred to Imran Khan. You think so? Yeah, the one time I saw him in it, like that man just exuded power. I'm telling you what, it's just the jacket is the power. Uh-huh. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. It's I like Miles it that, Morales, right? Yeah. Anyone can wear the suit. You're so spooky right now. Thank you. You me. have the spooky, kind of funny glow in the dark shirt. I do. I do. I do. Cup, I do. I remember spooky I'm spooky for. Remember this one? You remember this one? I do. Never
0: forget, man. A long time Never ago. forget. A time it's the smiley,
1: ago. but it's a pumpkin.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Glows in the dark or dick. Wow. Now, you know how you say glows in the dark?
1: Mm hmm. I want to say it glue, glue in
0: the dark. It glue in the dark. You know what yeah, I mean? Because it's, it's that, that affects do. way worn off now. Mm-hmm. You excited for
1: the weekend? Oh, it's the freaking weekend! they be about to have me some fun. Yeah, you can't sing that song anymore. I can. Right? You know what I mean? Oh
0: wow, you're taking it back. Yeah. I appreciate that. I'm it's not about letting sound.
1: him take that down with him. <laughs> Remix. That one's ours. <laughs> that one's ours. <laughs> <laughs> we just
0: have to see somebody else re-record it and be fine. Big plans.
1: What are you doing this weekend? Um, things I can't talk about, embargo stuff. Yeah, yeah, embargo yeah. yeah. games we're yeah. playing, huh? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> very about excited. Them. Oh yeah. my
0: god, very, very excited. Not, yeah. not that one, Kev The other one. Uh, Today, we're not going to talk about embargoes. We're going to talk about maybe Fortnite ending as you know it, Ubisoft making TV shows and more, because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can give us your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then, tune in to watch us record the show live, twitch.tv slash Games. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash uh, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you? This weekend, Cool Greg's Concrete Genie launch party stream is going up as... A let's play video on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Check all that out. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. It's the weekend that counts.
1: It's the freaking weekend.
0: Stop saying until you re record <laughs> the song. Uh, today, we're brought to you by Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed. Uh, we're also brought to you by sponsors, Hym- Hymns and Quip, but I'll tell you about that later. Right,
2: before for- we go on, I want to interrupt for a second and shout out Synology.
1: So- Synology? Who's Synology?
2: Synology? They make the NAS systems, the the network array storage system. Oh, that thing you've been using. The here. thing that we've been using that actually saved the day when everything broke down here in the office. True. Because we were able to back everything up beforehand off this computer and made it so smooth.
0: So, what it's like networking the hard drives, right? Yes. Yeah, you so haven't given me access yet because you know I'll screw it up, yeah, but yeah, I appreciate yeah. that.
2: So, it's a giant, like, 36 terabyte hard drive that we have that's connected ooh, to all our systems. It also has made things a little bit smoother in the office where now when we're done recording, I upload the file there and cool Gray can grab it and edit out, off it directly.
0: Ah, so he doesn't go. have to like do the thing where he's like swapping drives and maybe deleting a show. Yeah. Cool. Shots of Synology. Yes. <laughs> Shots of Synology for saving the day. That's why the PlayStation VR show is safe in the 19 episodes of We Have Cool Friends that are banked are safe. <laughs> Anyways, let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some no Six items on the Roper Report. Oh! Tim, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Fortnite. Wow, wasn't Long working anyways. live Fortnite. Is oh, Fortnite wow. Chapter 2 imminent? We're going over to fortniteinsider.com. Uh, there's an image you want to bring up here, Kevin. The App Store image for Fortnite Battle Royale has been updated to show what looks to be a new map for Season 11. No one knows for sure what will be happening in the Season 10 live event, but many suspect that a new map will be coming as it is called The End. Uh, With the release of the Out of Time challenges, we have learned more about the visitor slash scientist, and we have learned that the Seven, uh, although we do not know for sure who the Seven are and what they're trying to achieve. The recordings you need to find for the Out of Time challenges have also mentioned that if they are able to activate the beacon at the right time, it will be The End. From this, players have speculated that a new map and completely new storyline will be introduced to Fortnite Battle Royale, and it seems this may be true. It looks like the Italian App Store has updated the image for the game, as you can see here, uh, and is with a completely new map, the characters are looking at. Here is what the Italian App Store looks like following it. You see it up there, right there? Uh, it looks like there will be a completely new storyline for the game, as it is clearly shows that it will be called Chapter 2. Uh, you can also see Boats in the Water, uh, which will be likely to be the new vehicle for the season. The live event for season ten will be taking place Sunday, the 13th of October, and there is an in-game timer uh, by the Rocket and Dusty Depot to count down the time left for the event. There is also a siren that can now be heard
1: in game, which appears to sound every minute. Which I can that, that can't a... be annoying. No, 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 no. What? What is that? Uh, the go back to the first pit, Kev.
0: He's getting there. There, you got it. What does this
1: remind you of, Craig
0: Miller? On <sighs> the left. On the left, where yeah. the so the ch- Fortnite Chapter Two just thing, the, just the one image of them looking out. I mean, it reminds me uh, Yogi Bear. What am I supposed to get? Walking out
1: of it? Dead when they get when they see the prison for the first time. That's I what feel like hey, dude, I feel like you're grasping us from there. It's the freaking I feel weekend, like Greg. Stop. So saying. here's the thing, I am utterly impressed with Fortnite and how yeah. they continue to evolve this product, this phenomenon at this point. Right. Yeah. yeah. How much thought must have been put into, we're going to call this chapter two, right? They're not calling it Fortnite two. It's chapter two. They're season 11. At some point, does this get too convoluted or are they super wise in making the right calls of differentiating this and just trying to make this a, a jump on point, trying to make this like an issue one, they, bring it back to my Walking Dead thing. Timothy yes. are super wise. Yeah.
0: This is a brilliant idea because what had happened, I had noticed, uh, I still follow the Fortnite subreddit. I'm not playing actively, but obviously you can't get away from the news. When they did the last stop limited time event, the ban- one of the banner loading screens you could get was the bus driver or the bus flying away and everybody staring and waving at it. And when I saw it, I was like, this makes it look like Fortnite's ending. This looks like what you, you know, if you're turning the servers off what the final photo would be. So then for this Chapter 2 business, I hadn't been paying attention as Fortnite Insider calls out for all these different things, right? Uh, i talking about the out-of-time challenges, uh, moving on in the, this is the end or whatever, like uh, the end is what the event's called. It's making it pretty clear that, yeah, a big event's coming, it is ending, which gets me excited. If they launch a Chapter 2 and it is a brand new map, it is all these different things, I think you will see... Me jump in, Andy jump in, Kevin probably jump in to see what the hell's going on. I mm-hmm. I can't speak for Kev, but I'm looking over at Kev. He didn't immediately tell me no, so that's usually a good sign.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I I think it's a brilliant idea because yeah. you figure it's been the same map, and I know I'm With using that loosely because things changes. change and there's Dusty Dev and this gets blown up, this becomes that, you know, blah 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 blah. But still, since 2017, this mm-hmm. has been the same pretty much the same map. Yeah. For them to come out and be like, it's Chapter Two, and if it is going to be you're driving boats around now, if there are if, if your character could swim, like. I doubt that just the map and the boat would be the big change. I think there'd be other stuff in there that would be like, oh my gosh, because Fortnite is so good at reinventing itself and giving you yeah. reasons to sign
1: back on. So you know this game, huge with the kids. Huge right? with the kids. All the, the high schoolers, they're, that's all they do is now, play here, this Fortnite.
0: And I'll tell you something right now, though a little bit of breaking news because i like to you know take my thermometer get a read on the kids right Uh uh-huh uh i hit up my friend richie your friend too you know richie Mm -hmm. he's got two kids who play Fortnite. they always like playing with me when i come over i i said hey are the kids in school and he said yes and i was like damn i wanted to call them on the show live to get a comment about this possibility right and he's like i'll be honest with you i haven't seen them play this game in quite a while yeah the oldest one's playing borderlands now the youngest one's playing zelda i'm like oh dear Oh dear. oh, dear.
1: Things are looking bad. Yeah, I know, Fortnite, right? Fortnite. The Fortnite's the lost Rishi's kids. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dude. <laughs> no, but the thing that I wonder is, are the kids just playing it, or are the kids the people that are super involved in all of these changes in the scientists and this, like, meta story kind of that's going on?
0: No. Okay. I mean, I think that there's a lot of kids who are. But I think the majority of the way I've heard Fortnite described, and there's been articles written about it that I'm pulling these information for, is that it's just a place to hang out. It's like what Joey yeah. was doing for the longest time with uh, uh, Lauren, right? Mm-hmm. Where they would just jump on and play and catch up, and some other friends would come in and play with them for a while. But it wasn't even about trying to win the game. It was about what you do after school where you hang out with your friends, like the digital yeah. arcade or the, you know wherever you used to, whatever, somebody's basement. Yeah. So I think there's definitely kids who play and want the want all of, and I shouldn't even say kids. There's adults, everybody else, who want these story tidbits and what's actually happening. But that's another thing I appreciate, even though if I don't I don't play it regularly anymore, is the idea that Fortnite, or an Epic, I should say, wants to change Fortnite, and so they go in and plant these seeds, right? That there are, there is a narrative going on.
1: It's brilliant. I mean, I think that it's one of the coolest things to happen in video games. Like, this is how you do games as a service. Yeah. Keep changing, and make cool changes, and listen when you make bad changes and fix that. You sure. know? And they continue to to every step of the way do that it just blows my mind how big this game is but specifically because of how generic it looks <laughs> like when you pull up that that image there with these characters who are they like they don't have names do they They do have names they do have names uh, have really names, yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. okay well maybe i'm <laughs> just I they
0: that. Have personalities or are they just like are Yeah, like, I, I think so from what i understand right I, I i couldn't tell you the whole rundown of everybody's different thing i forget just, beardy had a name that everybody's everybody like oh man this was
1: this guy. His name's not beard he had a name yeah if a character from Fortnite would be put in Smash Brothers. Sure. Is there an answer? Like, is there someone? Oh, it obviously would be this. Party.
0: I think it would either be uh, the generic white default guy with the green tank top and the blonde hair or the female version. Mm-hmm. I would say you put one of them in. Or, you know, even like, you know what? They actually do push like Bright, bom- br- bright Bomber. The, you, the I think Joey has maybe a Funko Pop over of her, right? Which is the generic white woman from the template. But then she's in that like... Uh, the purple unitard and, like, the white vest. And mm. I think she's got, like, a rainbow, something or other. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, There's I enough
1: care Or, like, the lizard. You know, like, they have the, the dinosaur costume. For a thing to be this big, it's weird that there's not, like character attached to it i in, feel like the there is like, though it's what? just you and me don't know it necessarily well i mean even yeah, i know them right like...
0: I, like walk into here spirit halloween store yeah and go to the Fortnite wall and mm. those are the characters bright bomber is there i know okay. it's the unicorn right. on her white vest that's right like she's there like there are there definitely are the iconic things the things they've made into funko pops would be yeah. the ones you see come i guess on I'm
1: right. what i'm saying is i'm just shocked that with the the level of success this game has, like, where's the movie? Where is the TV show? Where, yeah, where yeah, yeah, yeah. is that type of stuff? And, like, yeah. that would further these characters and especially if we're going into a chapter, two It's like, who are these characters on the the hill looking Jonesy! Up? That was you know his I mean? name, and I, it didn't even oh, come through. You're wrong. Look, Jonesy. I'm right. Jonesy was yeah, the one yeah, yeah,
0: that yeah. people... He grew the beard. You remember this, of course, when he ate the banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know too much about Fortnite. I don't even know that much! That was all real! I didn't make that up! Oh, his name shit. is Jonesy! He ate the banana in the bunker! Don't eat the banana, Jonesy! <laughs> uh, you mentioned... Where's the movie? Where's the TV show? Number two on the Rope Report isn't about Fortnite. It is about another uh, video game developer slash publisher making stuff. This is Ubisoft. They're making more shows. And Patrick Shanley over at the Hollywood Reporter has the report. The Paris-based company's film and television division is developing a slate of animated series inspired by its existing IP. First up, a Mars-set Rabbids Invasion special after four successful seasons of the France 3 slash Netflix slash Nickelodeon's kids show. I did not know there were that many seasons of a rabbit show happening right now. Kids love them rabbits. Apparently. Other family-friendly programs in the works include a comedy adventure inspired by the popular Rayman franchise and Hungry Shark Squad based on the mobile game Hungry Shark. Quote, every show has a different target that, is aim- that it's aiming at uh, in a different format. Uh, Ubisoft film and television, Paris managing director Helene Jugat, sorry Jen, tells the Hollywood Reporter. For slightly older viewers, Ubisoft is toning down its emulated rated action-adventure franchise for a tamer cyber mystery aimed at tweens. The show centers on a teenage super hacker who solves crimes in her high, <laughs> in yeah. her high school. Hell yeah. Get him, super hacker. Super hacker. Uh, 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 the show centers on a teenage super hacker who solves crimes in her high school. Fuck yeah, Veronica Mars. Oh, uh, following comments and questions from the community following the announcement, uh, Ubisoft issued the following clarification on the Cyber Mystery series. Quote, to clarify, the animated series show involving hacking is inspired by the themes and ideas of the Watchdog brand, but is not set in the same universe or tied to it directly.
1: That makes sense to you? You got this? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I just read a little ahead, and I got really... Can I read this next bit? Please, go. Greg Miller. Meanwhile, the company has partnered with Netflix's Castlevania producer, Adi Shankar, for the Young Adult series... Hold on to your butts, ladies and gentlemen. Captain Laserhawk, a Blood Dragon vibe. Based on the M-rated Far Cry 3 expansion, Blood, Blood Dragon, which will form a multiverse with other Ubisoft titles. The company also is working on an animated sketch comedy about video game culture. That Audi project sounds amazing. That's perfect for him. That's exactly where you should put Mr. Shankar. Captain Laserhawk? In a Ubisoft multiverse based on I know, right? blood dragon. I can't yes. wait to see the
0: crossover with Sam Fisher. Oh my god. Uh, Prince? In addition to teaming with outside partners, Ubisoft's in-house animation studio also includes an incubator team, a small group of creatives tasked with bringing games to other media. Quote, One of the incubator's key projects is to translate the essence of video games. Our goal is to translate that into an innovative, visual, and engaging storytelling in animation.
1: See, if you're going to do this type of stuff, that's what you need. And I appreciate that they're like understanding that that is a a valuable asset to the transfer of video games to other mediums. You can't just do it. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, here's a story. Just tell the story. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why are you doing this with these video game characters? There needs to be something special there because video games are special. Video games are different. So, yeah. Good for you, Ubisoft. Go get him, Ubisoft. Get him. And
0: this probably shines a light, finally, on where Sean Layden went. Of course, he was heading you know, heading up. He was overseeing yeah. the PlayStation uh, Productions, Studios, whatever yeah. the hell it was, PlayStation Studios. Probably oh, ran yeah. over there. I this was a rabbits. joke. I don't think he's really there. I don't think that's where he went. Where Nobody he? knows where he, he went. Is okay? <laughs> that's the other question. Is Sean okay? That's what we all want to know. Number three, we have an update. Here's your Hong Kong section of the show. An update on that Hearthstone Collegiate team. This is Nathan Grayson over at Kotaku. Earlier this week, three collegiate Hearthstone players on the American University team held up a sign that read Free Hong Kong Boycott Blizz during a stream broadcasted on Blizzard's official Hearthstone Twitch channel. They expected a suspension similar to the one that, the day before, put pro player Chung, Blitz Chung, Wat Wei on the sidelines for a year. Uh, that punishment never came, but the players won't be competing. The three players, Casey Chambers, Crowin Dark, and a third player, who simply goes by his online hand, hand, handle, TJammer, held up the sign on Wednesday following Hearthstone developer Blizzard suspending Blitz Chung for making a statement in support of protesters in Hong Kong. After the incident, Blizzard and tournament organizing partner TESPA booked American University into their next scheduled match sans any sort of punitive measures. Today, the three players said they're going to forfeit the match and cease participating in tournaments quote we feel it's hypocritical for blizzard to punish blitz chung and not us the players told us gamer the response from blizzard shows that as soon as the messaging is out of the view of china they don't care about political messaging During the now-infamous Hearthstone Asia-Pacific Grandmaster stream that kicked off this week's Blizzard controversy, Blitzchung wore a mask and said, Liberate Hong Kong, revenge of our age. Revolution. Sorry, revolution of our age. Thank you very much. That would have been a much different story. Uh, In response, Blizzard suspended him for a year and put a hold on his prize money. The American University players purposefully echoed his message in a show of solidarity, but so far, Blizzard seems to be treating it like business as usual. These players join a host of pros, commentators, and fans in protesting Blizzard's decision-making. Blizzard, meanwhile, has now backed itself into an impossible corner. If it suspended the American University players, fans would have inevitably been even more furious than they already are. But in its silence, Blizzard has created an obvious double standard, one that is simply too egregious for some players to abide by. Damn. Damn. Go get them, American University Pro kids. Moves, dude. you fucking kidding me right here? What a brilliant move on their part, right? Yeah.
1: Like, they really are backed into a corner there. And yeah. you, you got to imagine this is only going to continue, and there's just going to be more and more people being like, nah. And there's
0: still been nothing. We've talked yeah. about this every day of the
1: week now on Kind of Funny Games Daily, and there's been no update from Blizzard in terms
0: of, hey, this is why we're not changing it. Here's what happened. We're not having our strings pulled by uh, China. Or, hey, we overreacted. He's reinstated. Here's what it is. Sorry. Yeah. Nothing. Not a peep. Bj Bernardo writes into to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says it's now come out that the three American university players who purposefully echoed uh, Blitzchung liberate Hong Kong message uh, have not been punished. In fact, they had moved on in their Hearthstone tournament, but will now quit the tournament. Why do you think these three escape punishment? Is it a sign that what Blizzard's own employees and public ba- is it a sign that Blizzard's own employees and public backlash is working? Do you see Blizzard ever rescinding or lessening the punishment to Blitzchung? Tim. This story has been the town bicycle. Everybody gets to ride. What Mm -hmm. what do you got to say about it this week? (laughs) Everybody's getting their shot on this one.
1: I mean, I really feel like when it comes to the three escaping punishment, it's Mm. not so much that they escape punishment. I just think that there's so much going on right now that Activision Blizzard's probably like, we just can't even deal with this. Like, We need to figure out solving the problem, not like addressing little things that come up. And Mm. I'm sure that they're looking at this as a little thing compared to the public backlash that they're getting from every corner right, right. so I, I think that it's just a matter of you gotta imagine that there's multiple teams trying to work together right now at blizzard to figure out how to fix this because there are bad apples there are also a lot of good people right oh yeah and well, blizzard they're, yeah they're, i'm sure there's a ton of pr people that are like I, this is my nightmare i do not oh i'm to sure deal
0: with this. the mag- i think i would i would i would hesitate I would say the overwhelming majority
1: mm-hmm. of the American PR people are like, like, what the fuck? Totally. Yeah. Right. But at the end of the day, they're at the behest of the people above them, sure. unless they also start to be like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. And at some point, it's that type of protest that is going to change everything and like, like fix this problem. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do think that those people... And all of the different teams, because it's not just the American PR team. It's of like course. there's so many PR teams for individual games, for individual streaming services, for individual tournaments, all this stuff, right? It's affecting so many people that I just think that there isn't a focus anymore. Like there, there's now just like... There's too it's, many it's, fires? It's, yeah, too many fires that's trying to, you know, fill all the holes of the dam. as it's sure, like yeah, 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 open. yeah, 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 And I think that this is just another one of those examples where it's just like... This, this is the least no, of our concerns. Exactly. The there's American no time University to, to worry about this this small little thing yeah. while is that the right or wrong thing to do because this is going to just turn into a bigger, bigger, bigger problem for them while you're yeah. solving this fire. This one's burning down the forest, right? Yeah, yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I, BJ, to your question, I mean, I, I agree with everything Tim's saying. I also think I agree, I agree with the American player statement to U.S. Gamer as well of, like, clearly if this isn't on that level of, if, the, if, if this isn't something that China, Chinese, uh, China would see, why would they care? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's very true. That seems to be the it's, case.
1: That's such a great stance to have. And I'm happy that they did that and said that because otherwise it could kind of just be taken as like a, just one side of the argument. Whereas this feels like a masterstroke. This feels like a good chess move, yeah. right? As opposed to just a mimicking and a, a sign of protest. Like this really, I feel. I mean, is yeah, shout out to them stepping the right direction.
0: For them, you know, forfeiting the tournament and stepping out of it and standing mm-hmm. up for something, right? Great job, guys. Uh, Number four, uh, uh, one of the ripples in the water from all this. Uh, Riot says it's not telling people not to say Hong Kong. This is Dustin Bailey at PC Games N. As fans push back against Blizzard's action against a Hearthstone Pro's comments in support of the protests in Hong Kong, players are starting to put increased scrutiny on other companies with big interests in China. Parentheses. Which... Admittedly, as most publishers in 2019. Now, Riot Games has had to assure fans that it is not directing broadcasters to avoid mentions of Hong Kong during the League of Legends World Championships. Fans noted a number of instances during the world's broadcast where casters appeared to avoid saying the name of the team Hong Kong Attitude, instead referring to the group by its initials HKA. In one clip posted to Reddit, a caster starts to say the full name of the team before correcting himself to HKA. While many players quickly took this as another example of Hong Kong protest censorship, Riot itself says otherwise. Though, the company does note that it's, players, it's playing cautiously around the topic in some respects. League of Legends communications lead Ryan Rigney posted an official statement to Twitter yesterday. Quote, we want to correct some confusion that we are seeing regarding our coverage of Hong Kong Attitude. As you can see from our official at Lol Esports Twitter account, we refer to their team interchangeably by both their full name and their tri-code abbreviation, H-K-A, as we routinely do with all the teams in our ecosystem. Rigney follows up to say, to make this as explicit as possible, we aren't telling anyone to avoid saying Hong Kong. We'd just rather the team be referred to by its full name. There's been some confusion internally about this as well, and we're working to correct it. Add, "We're working to correct it. Period." He adds that we should have better prepped our casters, and we're reiterating this, reiterating this policy to them today. He also confirms that quote a majority of our interviews on any given broadcast day are pre-recorded. This is the end. Of, that was the end of the quote. That's often for convenience, but but can be because quote we want to be thoughtful about the message we're broadcasting, like in this case. End quote.
1: Communication's key, man. Mm-hmm. This, do you believe it? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, why, why wouldn't we?
0: It's the. I, I, here's what I, 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 I want to believe. You tell me I believe in the good of people too much often. Uh-huh. I want to believe, right? And I, I, here's where I feel it's this follow up comment, right? Where he's like, uh, you know, uh, we should have better prepped our casters, and we're reiterating this policy to them today. What's damning about it is the caster they put up on Reddit that's on livestream fails, where literally he's like, Hong Kong, I- HKA. Like, but, so, I mean, I guess my thing why is. Why wouldn't you said Hong
1: Kong attitude? But as to what Rigney's saying, We might have not expressed this properly. I I feel like that's what I feel like him saying that kind of like shows what happened here, which is it's the casters that are being overly careful, right? I I would imagine it was self censorship. Like we do this shit all the time. I know I do. Where like I'm saying something, I'm like, I should probably say this differently, and like immediately try to to fix it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever there's like hot button topics, where it's like, I know that I'm not qualified to be talking about this. Sure, I'm just gonna skirt and not mention this thing right and it's just like i can imagine them doing this casting as they're talking about the team it's gonna be very difficult to you know make sure that they don't say something that's gonna kick a hornet's nest that they don't need to right right Right. um but yeah i think that the the, them coming forward and saying it's like we should have prepped them better it's like that is a level of responsibility that i wouldn't necessarily expect to see from from them from anybody really it's like we know how much casters are working with the people above them over what they can and can't say. It's not sure. like they're getting a, a script, right? And I would highly doubt that they're being told, do not say this, right? I just imagine they're like, I'm going to read the room and not say this.
0: Yeah, I, I, I w- you're probably right. I hope you're right. That all sounds plausible. I think obviously when they're like, hey, guys, we need to start referring to HK by their full name and not just saying Hong Kong.
1: I I assume that's what would kick in your brain, too, of, like, HK. You know yeah, what I mean? I just, understand. Uh, be careful. I don't yeah. want to get in trouble, especially when you're seeing what's happening. Of course. Around. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with yeah People yeah, getting yeah. fired. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's scary for people because, like, this is affecting everybody, and it's just, like, there's people that are more in the public eye than ever before now under scrutiny that they've never been under, right? So, God, this is crazy how much this is affecting everything. It's, it's just a bomb in the industry that, like, I would have never expected to see, yeah, like politics affecting video games this way, right. right? Yeah, yeah. I think you know we cover, we've talked about it a lot of Tencent getting
0: involved and in how much they own and yada yeah, yeah. But I wasn't. I didn't I wasn't following back to this this idea that this would be a ramification of it. Mm-hmm. That if that China gets into these conflicts and these political interests and how that would actually reverberate out. So it's very, very fascinating and alarming to see what's happening. And then it's also interesting to see how people are gonna step up to the plate and what they're gonna do about it, right? Like Tim Sweeney coming out and be like, nobody's gonna epic people are able to say whatever the fuck they want. Like we're not gonna do this. And he's like, As long as I'm CEO, it'll be this way. It's like It'll be interesting to see how this all nets out. But even more interesting, is Blizzard ever going to say anything? Are they really going to be quiet until BlizzCon? Because I will tell you right now, mm-hmm. that is a terrible fucking decision. If you do that, is BlizzCon November 1st.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: If you, wait th- if you say nothing for the next three weeks or whatever and go into BlizzCon, you are guaranteed protests in the middle of your press conferences. Mm-hmm. Period. End of statement.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. If not worse. That's oh. a scary situation.
0: Yeah, really. 100%. Uh, number five, a new Apex Legends character has been hinted at. This is Alicia Judge over at IGN. Got another image there for you, Kev. A level designer on the Apex Legends team has tweeted four behind-the-scenes development screenshots, and an, uh, and on close inspection, one image includes a banner with what appears to be an unannounced new character known as Revenant. Revenant can be seen peering from a banner over the octane gauntlet's ring in the first image. Uh, that's the, if you're uh, a viewer, there it is, yeah, that red guy over there. Uh, the character hasn't been officially confirmed by Respawn, but has been seen in leaked documents uh, that also feature Season 3's latest legend, Crypto. As such, this is the closest thing to a confirmation we've had from a source within the developer. Uh, level designer Alex Granner uh, you know, shared the image, uh, seemingly innocently, as part of a behind the uh, peak behind the scenes of the blo- block outs that eventually become Octane's gauntlet. Quote, This was a fun one to make and was my first AAA shipped content, he tweeted. Cool. The inclusion of Revenant's banner could be a mistake or a sly wink to Apex' most eagle eyed fans. The community was quick to point out the banner, and so far, neither Gar- Granor uh, nor Respawn have attempted to delete or respond to the tweet. So you That's hope it's just a cool tease. Yeah. And even if it wasn't planned, respawn looks like whatever. Okay, we're, okay. We're, we're people are talking this. about this thing. That's yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, fun stuff. Very and fun. Congrats yeah. to you, Alex Grenner. Did you ever go back thing. in any way to uh, uh, Apex? Because I knew you liked it for a while. Yeah, no, I just just that, like two weeks or whatever that I played. Gotcha. That was fun. Okay. Also, this mm-hmm. is a rooster teeth bomber jacket. Yeah. Nice. Right on the inside.
0: Wow, neat. That's a good one. Yeah. Is that new? Uh,
1: no. Okay. Thanks for telling me about it. I made it very clear when you buy clothes, I need you to send didn't me photos. I buy it, dude. Oh, if you want the real story, Craig. I had them ship this because this I wanted a kind of funny one. Yeah. Turns out kind of funny one's going to be real expensive because we're yeah. not going to sell that much. No, we don't sell. Yeah. We don't sell a lot of
0: merch. so It's hard. really sad. Kind of funny dot com slash store. Buy more stuff. Maybe we can make more stuff. Number six on the Roper Report. PlayStation is teaming with Innovate Her. This is Emily at Innovate Her, which if you didn't know, is this uh, incubator that's like getting uh, girls and young women into uh, g- gaming and making games and development technology. Uh, Innovate Her is teaming up with Sony's PlayStation brand to expand its eight-week tech program for teenage girls to more locations across the country. This is actually in the UK, too, I do believe. Uh, the digital boot camp program aims to give girls aged between 12 and 16 key tech and interpersonal skills, whilst... That's definitely UK. Encouraging them to consider STEM subjects and careers in tech. Very cool. Currently, girls make up only 20% of computer science entries at GCSE and just 10% at A-level, with nine times more boys than girls gaining an A-level in computer science this year. Innovate who? Innovate Her, whose mission is to get girls ready for the tech industry and the industry ready for girls, recently pledged to tackle these figures by committing to work with schools to reach over 1,000 girls by
1: 2020. That's awesome. I love the, the line... The Get Girls Ready for Tech industry and the industry ready for girls. Fuck yeah. Really fucking cool. PlayStation
0: previously worked with Innovate Hers' sister brand, Liverpool Girl Geeks, to deliver a seminal, sim, similar educational program in Liverpool in 2016. The program saw 20 girls take part in technology themed workshops across six weeks, including an invitation to PlayStation's Wavertree offices to meet technical staff and learn more about how games are developed and tested. Now, InnovateHer is working with PlayStation again to develop a scalable eight-week digital boot camp program in order to reach more girls in new locations across the UK. Uh, The after-school program will teach uh, girls technical skills, build confidence, and highlight local opportunities within the tech and digital industries. Working with PlayStation has allowed InnovateHer to extend the program uh, further afield, including Guildford in London. Programs will start in selected schools during January 2020, and graduates of the program will have a chance to showcase their work at next year's Develop Conference in
1: Brighton. Dope. Very cool. Very, very cool stuff. I, when was the last time that we've talked about this? Because I feel like... We talk about Girls Make Games, the PlayStation oh, thing. Gotcha. That's, here,
0: okay. that's a U.S. one. Hold on. I want to I bring that up because one of the... Girl, here we go. Yeah. Stick with me. Stick with me. Mm-hmm. Stick with I'm me. Stick with me. From this week, th- uh, in the same vein here, Interfectorum, the first published title from Girls Make Game, is out right now on the PSN. Uh yeah, uh, Layla Shabir from Girls May Game has a PlayStation blog post up about this and how yeah this game came to be over here and It actually looks really good. I meant to download, it I still haven't, hmm. but it looks like a little text adventure out there. What's going on and stuff?
1: Fun. Yeah. Uh, so this was by someone named Emily. Yeah. Which sparked some interest in me, Greg. What's the deal with Emily? a away three? Let's check on what's right. going. Do on you have his phone number? Just call him.
0: I don't have. I don't think I do have Kyle's uh, thing. If you, if you to, didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, there's a series Tim and I love called Emily is Away,
1: and uh, we, we famously, infamously, I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's at this infamously, point, it's um, infamously have done full plays in in one video of Emily is Away one, and then Emily is Away two. Yeah, you and when three comes out, you you'll be damned. Oh, we're gonna get we, we don't are do. gonna get drunk. Yeah, every day, that's the the tradition is we get blackout drunk, <laughs> making these decisions, <laughs> and then you you f them up, you screw them up. No. Yes, you do. My Yes, you do. Many people have told me that my storyline is the only no, canon storyline. I still get text, tweets to this day about how you screwed it up. Yeah, people don't know how to be in society, dude. They don't know how to be
0: in society, dude. That's what that's your response to it you is. ruining this. You were so drunk. All right? Mm-hmm. He's an embarrassment. I'm on Kyle's uh, page here. Kyle Seeley, of course, de- developer of the Emily Away series doesn't look like there's any kind it of... It was nice at
1: PAX. Team. I know that. I know
0: that. I know that's true. Did you see him there? How does this make sense, too? Why can't I... Shouldn't there be a DM button for him? He follows me, and I follow him. I don't know, man. WTF, man. And I... T- when, when, hold on. We're done. We're in it. When we're in He's sliding in the DMs. Is this game coming out? <laughs> we're live <laughs> on the air. All right. I've, I've texted sure. the... The message I, is out. It's out there, yeah. Kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong if we've missed... Uh, you know, here's the thing. Something I've learned about all these indie devs. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's ready when it's ready. You know what I mean? That's yeah. their, They don't set smart. dates. They don't do Very it. Very smart. It's it's smart, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look, I'm scrolling back through this there. Nothing. Nothing. We got to get close,
1: though. Friendly is the way through.
0: But, Tim. Emily away three
1: is so far away. If I wanted to know something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show host each and every weekday. Do 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 Yeah.
0: Out today. Lost artifacts. Time machine on Xbox one. Oh, at,
1: at 10 old blade two on PlayStation four, Xbox one and switch that is spelled. A E. T-E-R-N-O-B-L-A-D-E, Roman numeral 2.
0: Frostpunk on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Active Soccer 2019 <laughs> on Xbox <laughs> One. Earthfall on Switch. Uh, Dorymon, Story of Seasons on Switch and PC. Killer Queen Black. Killer Queen Black, baby. Switch, Switch and Switch PC.
1: And I got a code for that Me too. Early,
0: But We talked about this yesterday. Oh, yeah. Got the codes. Hard to get eight people together
1: to play Hard right? To I mean, it, like, the online servers aren't going yet. Yeah, so that I was my like, thing. I, I, I hit quick play, and I was just like, oh, man. I waited about 10 minutes, and it never joined a match. And I'm like, there's damn a, it. They, for, the
0: re, for the review stuff they were sending on emails, like, here's when you could go, get but it never it. worked yeah. out for us.
1: So, But hey, go get that game. Now play you can, that game. Now you can turn it on and play it. Yeah, it's... Such a fantastic arcade experience. I can't wait to see how it translates to home, and I'm sure it's going to be awesome.
0: Yep. Uh, Twin Cop on Xbox One. Immortal Realms Vampire Wars on PC. A Knight's Quest on Xbox One. Grid on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. The Bradwell Conspiracy on Xbox One. Silk on Switch. And then Fall Back on PC. A Ghostly Tale on PC. Super Arcade Racing on PC. Zeke's Peak on PC. And then Inmost is now available on Apple Arcade. Uh, new dates for you. Uh, CD Projekt Red invites gamers to join in the closed beta test for the mobile version of Gwent, the Witcher card game, set to begin next week. The closed beta will be gamers' first official taste of the iOS version of Gwent. Anyone with a free GOG.com account can sign up to participate starting right now. Players will be able to carry over their progress from the PC version to mobile and vice versa by using the same account across both platforms. Uh, that starts on 10 15. Of course, you can start signing up right now. Uh, Goat of Duty. He's launching out of early access on January 16th, 2020 for 15 bucks. Emily is away, has responded on, twi- on oh my, my DM God. here and says, lol, I wish I had a better idea myself. Either spring or early summer 2020. Things have gotten way bigger than two or one. I'm, oh, down, yeah. I'm down for that. Let's I'm down go. for that, Kyle. Take the time you need. Um, Tim?
1: What is Goat of Duty?
0: It's what you... Uh, uh, Kevin? Can you bring up the Goat of Duty trailer? Because it's what you imagine. It's multiplayer goat combat, where first person. You, I, I looked at it. Was well, not first it's person. It's what you imagine. You're not in the goat's head. <laughs> you're like riding the goat from what I saw in the trailer. Like you're running around, like headbutting and shooting th- like lasers. It looked like off your head or something. It's what it you imagine. I mean, it's like Call of Duty, but with goats, right? Like goats. Yeah. Goats. Remember that. It's goats. Here we go. Here we got the goat of, Deezer, uh, goat of Duty teaser trailer. Is what Kevin's brought up here. You got some goats. Oh, you man. see. This is this oh, is just yeah, hold on, it's good enough. There you go. Look oh, at that goat. Oh, see? Yeah, got a rocket. Yeah. That goat doesn't want this. Goat doesn't want AP. <laughs> ah, see? There you go. Oh man. Literally what are you expect? We, we do we get some teaser trailer here? Is this around? made
1: from the GOAT simulator guys?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Uh now it's time for reader mail. <laughs> you can write <laughs> into patreon.com slash kinda funny games where you can get the show ad-free. Speaking of ads. This episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by HIMS. Have you noticed Andy and Nick's hair looking better? Of course you have and that's because they use HIMS. 66% of men start to lose their hair by age 35 and once you start to notice thinning hair it can be too late. Why do guys turn to weird solutions when they can turn to 4 a one stop shop for hair loss, skincare, sexual wellness for men. Uh, Thanks to science baldness can be optional. HIMS is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills, and no state gas stations counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. HIMS was created by a guy who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For hims connects you to real doctors online which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. You answer a few quick questions, a doctor reviews it, and if they determine it's right for you, they prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that's shipped directly to your door. My listeners can get started with the complete Hair kit from Hims for just five dollars today, right now, while supplies last, and subject to a doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or a pharmacy somewhere else. Go to forehims.com slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily. Forhims.com slash games daily. Up next it's Quip. We're all using Quip here because it's the best toothbrush out there, but what actually makes a better toothbrush? Industrial strength power, claims of miraculous trendy ingredients, multiple modes? Mm-mm. If you ask a dentist Tim, they'll tell you, it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. Yeah. That's why Quip is created the dentist or was created by dentists uh, and product designers to focus on what actually matters to your oral health healthier habits quips sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer gently guide brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30 second pulses ensuring it even clean mm-hmm. quip automatically delivers brush heads to you every three months for clean new bristles right on schedule the sleek intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mere mount. these thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day good habits matter to a healthier lifestyle so get fresh oral health habits with quip quip starts at just $25 today right now if you go you will get your free refill pack of quip brush heads over at get, get, GetQuip.com slash games this is a simple way to support our show and start brushing better but you have to go to get slash games to get your first refill free right now get quip quip.com slash games games i g c Writes in to Patreon.com/kindoffunnygames and says, "Today, October 11th, is National Coming Out Day in the states. As such, several organizations, schools, and companies are celebrating the day with rainbows, rainbows, demonstrations of support, and positive vibes. As a 20/slash 30-something gay man who has begun coming out to people over the past year, I'm starting to observe these—I'm sorry—those strange tendencies that media uses to portray the LGBTQ+ community." I'm not sure if I'm self-aware, but it's almost seeming like media creates a gay, a character as gay just to check off a box, a la simply having a non-white character in the early 80s slash 90s. However, comics and gaming seem to do a much better job of fleshing out characters, invoking some sort of feeling and even more so connection with them regardless of their sexuality since to my knowledge no one in the kind of funny core uh, cast identifies as lgbtq plus how do you feel the portrayal of the community is within gaming as a whole a new trope a sidestep for characters uh sometimes shameless plug to spice things up i'm genuinely curious and would love to hear from you all hmm. tim yeah when you come across an lgbtq plus
1: character in a video game what do you think I, I don't know. I feel like video games are in a weird place because they have evolved so quickly as a medium. Mm-hmm. And the medium is the message. Um, Let's start this shit again. But no, so I feel like what took movies and and you know tv such a long time to start making changes video games have had to do much more rapidly yeah um and i think a lot of that just has to do with the fact that you know movies started in the 20s and that was a very different time than we're in now whereas narrative video games which is where this would come into play Mm -hmm. um are definitely a thing that have only existed for 20 years in a, in a real way yeah. right yeah um and i think that in those 20 years it's been there's been so many um steps made towards uh acceptance right yeah of so i feel like for the most part video games do a good job of fleshing those characters out there are moments that that's not entirely true of course Um. but that's always going to be the case right but i i do think i i'm proud of the steps the video games take to normalize that and to not make it a a thing that is just being checked off and I don't feel that way like I don't think that it for the most part I don't think it comes off that way
0: right I feel like you and me fall in the same category right of all right cool we're 30 something white dudes living in San Francisco right life's pretty good or whatever and so it falls in that place of privilege that I've talked about a lot on this show where uh, you know I think IGC's perspective is worth more on this conversation topic than mine is for me personally, when I come across a, a gay character in games, right, or LGBTQ character in games, I, my first reaction is nothing. It's just another relationship that's they're having in there. And it's cool that there's representation and it's cool that gaming is accepting enough that, like, we're going to put all these different in here and actually, you know, I think reflect what real life is. The fact that there is this spectrum of sexuality out there and that these people deserve to be represented and deserve to be in there. But I don't it, it isn't a thing where I'm like, oh. <gasps> Or am I like, oh, you know, I like I don't lean in or get pushed back
1: either way with it. I think that there's going to be a lot of rough spots and we're going to look back at things and laugh at how ridiculously overdramatic things were. Example of this being like Avengers Endgame, right? Oh, the first gay character in the MCU and it's a disposable side character, the Russo cameo right right okay
0: right. at the yeah okay at yeah. The, the support it, group
1: I was like I don't yeah. remember any and so, of so this. it's like you know that that happens and there's all these thing pieces there's all this thing of like wow like they only did that to, to check off a box or whatever I could not disagree more with that. It's just like they didn't they weren't the ones like being like, hey, 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 we're doing this. Big deal, big deal. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no, we're just normalizing this. That's just the thing. That's that character. Because it's normal. It's normal. Yeah. It doesn't like that. It's
0: more ridiculous that it's not portrayed in movies and, and I, games. And I
1: feel like that is a perfect example of things that needed to keep happening. Those thing pieces need to keep happening, and it's ridiculous. But we're gonna look back and just be like, eventually, that's just gonna be a normal thing, and people aren't gonna be like, they only did this for this reason. Who cares what reason they did it for? It's a good thing to be there, right? And I think the video games um, are also in that kind of novelty phase of it where, you know, it's you look at this generation of games and I feel like it's pretty easy to be like, wow, there sure is a lot of female protagonists. Are there or are there just more than there used to be? Mm, Right. mm, And mm. I think that there's going to need to be think pieces written about like, oh, man, look at all of this. Because it's a problem, I, I say in air quotes, right now. But in a couple of years, it's going to be oh, this is normal. Like it, there's a, a bit more of a balance. Will it ever be truly equal? I don't think so. I don't think that we can ever hit that point. But there needs to be this level of. It's not even an over answering to it, right? It's just like a, like oh man, things have dramatically increased. That's a good thing. Yeah. No, 100%. I agree with you, too, and I'm glad this strides
0: you know, making. I want to see more uh, LGBTQ uh, plus hands on the wheel for those decisions, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's when you look at something like, oof, that's obtuse, or like, man, we were really... You look back at something that didn't work. It's people with the best intentions trying, right? But it is that thing, again, about perspective, where, you know, when I watched uh, The Last of Us Part 2 trailer, right, and Ellie kisses Dina, right, for the first time, it was like, oh, that, that's cool that Ellie's fond of love. It wasn't like oh my god, are they portraying this lesbian relationship correctly, right? And then even playing through it and then seeing the next trailer, right, where it looks like something happens to Dina and that's what's motivating Ellie, right? Like, I thought, okay, cool, that's the story, whereas so many people in the community were like, wait, that's a huge trope, that's a red flag for us, and I was like, oh wow, I never would have picked up on that, and like, that's the thing of like, cool, that's you you everybody, need, everybody who's more entrenched in that community is gonna have a different perspective on it than you and me who are oh, exactly yeah. the same up here. Yeah. Uh
1: Jose Otero came out today. I, I saw know, that. I saw Congratulations. Yeah. Uh former IGN and now Nintendo. Yeah. And uh he just he tweeted out and it's just like battle shit, man. Yeah. Like it's and but like that that to me is uh such a rude awakening feeling of like, here's this dude that we knew well and uh for years, right? And he's just now 40 years old coming out. Yeah. And in his tweet, he's saying he, he just, he knew for a while and like was wrestling with it and like didn't want to have to deal with it. It's like, are you kidding me that people feel that way? That sucks. In 2019, that yeah, yeah. sucks. Yeah. And anyway, so proud of him yeah, for doing that. Agree. Uh,
0: Chris RVA writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can and says, I would like to pose a somewhat I would like to pose somewhat of a philosophical question related to Google Stadia. It's a long one strapping everybody. I'm a high school teacher and as such have to deal with students trying to play games on their phones during class. This has directly and disastrously affected assessment scores, classwork, and information retention. My district and most districts across the country don't ban phones from schools. As a result, it's up to us. I'm sorry. It's up to the teachers, parents, and students themselves to regulate phone usage. With Stadia on the way, I am 100% positive it will make in-class phone usage worse. Ah, I can already see it with Mario Kart and Call of Duty Mobile taking over my school. We are not allowed to confiscate phones, and calling home rarely works. In-class phone use is directly affecting student achievement and their futures. It also hits the lower end of the socioeconomic strata because many of these students dive into their phones for escapism and it might be the only game-slash-entertainment device their family can afford. When it comes to Stadia, I can almost guarantee that the children of Google execs will not be playing Stadia in class. Therefore, does part of the social responsibility for phone use fall on Google? They are helping create a world of addicted children who have it easier than ever to play some of the best games wherever they are. I'm not asking if Google should shut down Stadia. I'm simply wondering if Google should create systems that may help regulate children who cannot regulate themselves and who may have parents too exhausted and overworked to want to take their children's only source of entertainment away from them. My short answer is no. Me too. <laughs> no, I don't think this falls on Google's shoulders. I think it falls. I know it sucks onto parenting and raising your child and, and teachers,
1: unfortunately, and like that is the shittiest part of. But this, like that, that for him, is, like they can't confiscate them. They I know, can't take and, it away. And, that, and that's the problem. Is like so I schools maybe I, not teachers. I, well, I mean, it's so. Uh, yes, unfortunately, though it comes down to the teachers. They are the ones that need to figure that figure the problem out and adapt and change and solve this issue for the kids. And that's putting so much on people that already are not getting enough. Like I have so many teacher friends, like personal friends that are my age and Gia's dad was in the um, still is in the school system forever. So it's like there's, I have a lot of uh, insight into this stuff and it's seeing James Burke, who is a teacher at a special needs high school and seeing him struggle with things like this, and and not getting the uh, support that he needs from the school, from the district, from the this, from the that, and it just yeah. keeps going, right? It's like, it sucks knowing how much money he gets for how much work he has to put in, um, and then also having to have all these one-on-one problem-solving uh, Olympics, essentially, to figure out how to solve these different issues. It's horrible, but it's like that is where the system's at, and I don't know what fixes that, right? Yeah. Um, but the the this has always been an issue. Like, take away Mario Kart Tour and Call of Duty Mobile, it was well right
0: there. Like, so is there a responsibility on uh, Nintendo, uh, Activision, Apple, go- uh, Google? Uh, Google What's the fuck? Who makes your f- stupid phone, Kevin? Yeah, no. Google, right? And- android android some stupid android you know what i mean like is that is it on
1: them you know the same responsibility so here's the thing i don't think it's on them but i think i think that it's only a good thing if they offer tools right and
0: that's the i did i while we we're talking i wanted to bring up a fact that you know you're, you're you're as you say in here chris right like you're not saying google should uh, shut down stadia i'm simply wondering if google should create systems that may help regulate children who cannot regulate themselves Lots of places have that already, right? Xbox this week on October 8th put up a wire post introducing app and game limits for family settings. Uh, The new school year is well underway, and as families continue to balance homework and after-school activities with screen time, Xbox is here to help. We're continuously studying ways to improve children's safety online and to give you, their parents or guardians, the tools to help you ensure their well-being throughout online interactions in the digital world. Late last year we d- detailed the many the many easy to use features built into your Microsoft account to give you peace of mind in family settings and screen time limits, purchase limits, content filters and privacy settings. Today we'd like to share with you some of the additional steps we've taken to improve our existing family settings. Yeah. So like Xbox understands that. And I guess there's that's probably you and I said no, right? Obviously to start a very long conversation. I'm assuming Stadia, not at launch, but if Stadia is successful and continues, will have things like this. Mm-hmm. Just in the same way that xbox yeah. on
1: its Nintendo, third like iteration it of
0: the system right it's still like here's the new things we've added here's mm-hmm. what we've done like it like, wasn't day and date they launched here's how you went went to it
2: uh how how would that be like implemented like in a school like it, that you know would I mean? like on the, stadia the, the, uh, yeah or, It'd be account or, or, or any of these things what like the teacher has an account that somehow no
0: no 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 i, I so if i'm if i this is a Hypothetical, personal, whatever world. Yeah, I have a kid. They want Stadia. They they can play it wherever. Obviously, I would think that what it is is like, cool. You have I have this. It's kind of like PlayStation. You know I have the master account. You have a sub account. I can go in there and say that from nine to five, you don't get to play. Like if you go, if you got try to go, Stadia is like, no, I can't. You can't connect. Mm. That's how I think you'd fix yeah. it. Similar to what they're talking about here with like the Xbox stuff, where we I would hope with X Cloud it's the same way. Of like, all right, cool. You have your Xbox wherever you want, but Monday to Friday, it's locked out.
2: I would, I would assume that you're gonna have the same issue where it's like parents don't know how to use the oh, correctly, like so it'll be a tiny sliver that actually knows how to turn that on. You're not wrong, Kev.
0: Yeah. And there we guess what? Now we've lo- walked into the root of the problem. <laughs> is that usually on these kind of things, the kids are smarter than the parents, right, and figure yeah. out a different yeah. way? And again, I am not a parent. Full stop. I do not know all the stresses and millions of things that you do. Last night, Jen and I came home so tired and worn out, we couldn't even clean the house like we planned to for her friend who's coming to visit, right? Like, I can't imagine adding in a third person that relies on me and her for everything, Mm -hmm. and then also me getting so granular to, I need to know what your app limits are and da-da-da. But again, that's parenting, I think, in 2019, not knowing. Like I mean, I, it's,
1: it's not just 2019. It's life finds a way, man. Like, sure. okay, it's mobile. It's games Plenty. now. But, like, games are for some people. It's like, or else it's the other kids in class that are on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever. We're smoking the reefer. Or smoking the reefer. Let's go back a little bit. It's like when it's me and my goon-ass friends playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in class, right? Yeah. Like, with with our cards. Me and Poe shooting up. And, you know, Nick playing with, I don't know, <laughs> jacks and marbles or something. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, doing, no. That's you're, da- you're, you're, you're not giving Nick <laughs> enough credit there. He was just, all they had were
0: stones and rocks. Okay, you know how they okay. smashed <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what I mean? painting on the wall with our poop but i just feel like like at some point it's just like there's it, the kids don't want to be in the school they want to be doing something else like that is the root of the problem yeah. right and they're gonna find something to distract themselves with does that mean that we shouldn't try to fix the problems no we should um i just don't think that there'll ever be an answer uh that that fixes this but it It's unfortunate that the teachers have so much responsibility and just keep getting shit added on top of them.
2: It's crazy also that they're not allowed to take away the phones. Because, like, growing up, that's what a teacher would do. If you were texting or something, they'd be like, all right, give me your phone. Mm. And it's like, man, that'll teach you to, like, not get caught. Growing up. Not stop. Growing up when uh,
0: my mom's parents, my grandparents were like, and, and, and like struggling with cancer and could they live on their own or stuff my mom got the first cell phone which was a giant fucking bag <laughs> that had a cord connected to it like <laughs> you fuckers with the other growing up never i c- couldn't even dream of having a fun i wanted a dick tracy watch which you now wear on your wrist every day Tim. that's what i wanted is it growing up you know it's what i mean amazing. i think about it every so often you should get it yeah you'll enjoy
2: it you won't love it though
0: i won't love it yeah See, I think it might motivate me to be, make healthier decisions, too. Which would be it good. won't. No? No. You just, I'll just laugh at it when my ring isn't closed yeah. or whatever. When it's like,
2: oh, I mean, every once in a while, it'll be like, go walk, and you'll be like, all right.
0: Yeah. All right. Fair. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to squad up. This is where you usually write into patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Give me your name, username, platform, choice, and why you need help in a video game. I read it here. The best friends come and find you. However, no one gave me new ones today. And I'm not going to go back and try to... I started scrolling back trying to find them. It's too confusing. You need to do it every day if you don't get read. However, what I will do is tell you that I am on Jared's new podcast. That's right. Jared Petty, back from the dead, one day only. He has a new gaming podcast called the Top 100 Games Podcast. Uh, I am on there talking about the 97th greatest game of all time in the Top 100. Trying to course correct. Because he had three IGN hacks on, like Lucy O'Brien. And they totally... They boondoggled this thing. I got to come in and clean it up. Explain that. Jared sends me the email. Hey, do you want to be on the Top 100 Games podcast? Yes, I say yes. That's me. Then he sends the next email. Cool. You're number 97, which means you have to pick what game you think is the 97th greatest game. Like you know, in mm-hmm. on, on a list there. I'm like, great. I go to Spotify to look. You know, I'll open it up right now because I don't. I don't even want to miss talk here. Uh, cause, Spotify? So what's what, what, what? Yeah. Spotify. You ever heard of it? We're on it. A lot of podcasts are on it.
2: Got it. Got it.
1: I get where Kevin was at. I'm just like, why are you doing Spotify? I
2: thought you were saying for games, and I was like, the fuck is this dude looking for yeah, games at like Spotify? With the conversation that you
1: had in your own head. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not
2: even, I, I'm the sorry. The chat's <laughs> with me, all right? They're also like, what? I don't all know. Right. I have the chat closed right now. But. So,
0: anyways, I went to Spotify to find the podcast yes. that had been previously recorded to see what everybody else picks, right? Again, I the show is pitched to me, pick on this top list, 97, mm-hmm. right? So immediately, I'm like, oh, man, what's a 97? That, we're early. I need something quirky. That's where we're going to be. Number 100, Lucy O'Brien from IGN Picks. Resident Evil 2 Remake. Number 99, John Ryan from IGN Picks. Metal Gear Solid 2. Number 98 on the list. These people don't fucking understand this podcast. Casey from IGN mean? puts Majora's
1: Mask. Those
2: are all, like, top
0: Those games fan. should
1: be way higher no, than the, the top. you guys, I disagree entirely. Those are all games that are not top. 10, 20. I'm not saying 10, 20, 30. Metal
2: Gear Solid 2? Two? Two?
1: Yeah. Great game. Great game, Cap. It great, is. great game. Fucking you game. know what I mean? I would great put many other Metal Gears above you? 2. <laughs> but you're saying that 9 you're, you're going to put all Majora's these games in- Mask? Yeah, No. Think about that. Kevin, 10? Just cut guys, his mic, just cut no, his mic, Kevin. Listen, Please cut
0: his mic. Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. There's a Jared podcast up, and I won't sit here and listen to Tim's garbage anymore. No, check this out. All right, fine. Turn his fucking mic when up. It comes
1: to Zelda. When it comes to Zelda, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Majora's yeah, Mask, yeah. cool. It's great. How many amazing Zelda games are there that people that you would say Ocarina are unanimously? Time, Breath of the Wild. Spirit Room, pretty Link much to the past. Link Shut the, the fuck world. up. Link's World of Worlds is great. Cool. Majora's great, Mask great, is better. Great. Check this out. We just named five games, right? That's just in the Zelda franchise. We're talking about 100 games overall. When you start thinking franchise by franchise by franchise... Yeah, some of these Look are at Tim, everybody, down. carrying water for
0: IGN. Parrish Schneider, are you Jeez. watching? Take him back. He got got. Get him, Corey. He got got. He got got. <laughs> he got, got. <laughs> All right, it's time to go to You're Wrong. This is where people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games can write into funny.com slash You're Wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, and we set the record straight. Um, not really wrong. Nanobiologist says Steam is having an LGBTQ plus game sale today. So that's a deal for you. Earthfall has been delayed until October 29th on Switch. Thank you very much. Super shibby. Shib. Nanobiologist says my girlfriend is a teacher. Google has technology called Google Classroom where the teacher can see every student's screen. All students' computers are tied to Google Classroom. And the teacher can close tabs and block specific websites if they see a student visiting them. Jesus.
2: But that's not on their phone. Yeah, that's not on their
0: phone, and that sounds like a a dialed-in, right? Because we were talking about socioeconomical things. I'm not thinking every school has that kind of stuff. You
2: one of them fancy schools.
0: I think we should get Google Classroom for here, though, and Kev should be overseeing everything we do here because I think you'd close a lot of different Nick things. I I wouldn't,
2: though. I wouldn't. I'd just be like, Nick, that's uh, that's an interesting image you're looking at. And (laughs) Nick would look at me and be like, isn't it?
0: You go Gucci. Gucci I'm, like, I'm
2: going to put that tab on Greg so he feels <laughs>
0: included. Thank you. <laughs> uh, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, that's kind of funny games daily for this week of Blizzard Hong Kong coverage. Uh, so let's run through what's happening next week. Uh, Monday, it'll be me and Cameron Hawkins, winner. Of the Parish Schneider Cup at PAX East this year from Dual Shockers, I believe. Mm-hmm. I didn't, that's right? Okay, go. No. Cool. I, I was I was out there. Tuesday, Imran and Fran are running the show because Tim and I are off seeing something we can't talk about. Jesus, I what just got it? an email about that, Greg. Is it better than ever? Oh, my fucking God, yes. D- do they confirm our hotels yet? Do you no. not know where we're going, Kevin? No. Oh, you're going to be so pissed. Oh, you're going to be so mad. But what? what?
1: It's, tell it's tell me. Do, do we have a hotel. hotel? It's the one with the dope bar. Tell me. Okay. I will tell you off air. No, I'll meet you. Are
0: you going to fuck it up, though? You can't fuck it up. When? You're not talking to I don't Nick. want to do it. Uh, Wednesday, Imran and Gary Widow will run the show because Tim and I will be coming back from where we're at. And <laughs> Thursday, it's me and Fran. Then Friday, Imran and Tim because Andy, Nick, and myself will be at EGLX doing panels Saturday and Sunday. Come hang out with us. You can catch the Gamescast next week, 2 p.m. on Thursday.
1: Also, fun things on the kind of funny side. Uh, following this show right now, going to be Breaking Bad in review. The El Camino movie on Netflix uh, is going to be reviewed. How next bad did you week... want to say El Camino Real? Uh, all fairly bad. I don't know shit about this. I didn't watch it. I don't know anything. You're a turd. Greg. Nobody likes you. I am a turd, and nobody likes me. I like uh, we got Return of the Jedi next week on <laughs> Tuesday, and then next Friday we're starting Terminator in review. Skung, gung, gung, gung. Uh, the return of Greg Miller on in review. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, I love Terminator. God, I
0: love Terminator. I'm ready, Kevin. I am. Plus, Tim showed me this gif yesterday of the Blu-ray of Terminator 1. You can totally see Arnold Schwarzenegger's dong. It's real big. Ladies and gentlemen, until <laughs> next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. Wait,
2: what? <laughs> <laughs>